You're listening to the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast, episode 54. We're talking about seven apps to help you rock your Instagram. Welcome to the Seminary of Hard Knocks, a podcast designed to help you master church communications and social media. These are practical solutions from the trenches that any church can use. Now, let's join your host, Seth Muse, who's going to stop procrastinating tomorrow. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast. I'm Seth, your host, and I'm so glad to be talking about Instagram today with you. And we're going to get to those apps that are going to help you rock your Instagram account for your church really soon. But first, I want to tell you that the show notes for today are found at sethmuse.com slash 54. You can get some links and stuff that I'm going to put to all these apps in there, as well as one incredibly epic gif that I cannot wait for you to see that is hilarious and amazing at the same time. So uh, sethmuse.com slash 54 is going to help you with that awesomeness. Now, also, I've started a Facebook group and guys, it's going really well. If you're in that face group, uh, face group. If you're in that Facebook group, uh, I've really enjoyed getting to know some of you guys. We've been posting things uh, every other day or so, just kind of whenever we we can. And I've gone live in there a few times and talked about some some headlines and some things going on in the world. And then we had some just fun in there. So uh, if you've not joined that Facebook group, go to sethmuse.com slash group. And you will be able to find the Seminary of Hard Knocks group, or you can just search it on Facebook. But go to sethmuse.com slash group, and you'll be able to take it directly to that Facebook group. Ask to join. I'll let you in. Probably no problem, unless you're weird. And then we'll talk about com- comms all day, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, last thing, you can also follow me on Seth, uh, on Instagram, which is what we're talking about today, and you're going to want to do that. Uh, and I, I'm going to give you my church one today, too. Follow me on Instagram at sethmuse. And my church Instagram is actually Hope Fellowship Church. That's what I've been I've been working on for my church. And you're going to see some of these apps and how they kind of play out in the church space on that account as well. So I'm kind of doing some of the similar similar things for my personal as well as the church. And so you'll see some of these apps come to life on those two channels. So go check those out, follow along, and see. Uh, I want to tell you about two uh, conferences coming up that I'm t- I'm speaking at that I'm really excited about. One is that church summit and it is free. It's coming up soon. I'll put that link in the show notes as well. And I'm going to be talking about Instagram, how to harness the smoldering power of Instagram for your church. I can't wait to talk about how to use Instagram for your church and how to uh, really connect with your community. I'm going to kind of give you the ins and outs and all both barrels of Instagram there. It's going to be really awesome. So it's free. Make sure you go to to, uh, that church summit and and sign up so you can get that. It's it's, like I said, it's free and the link is in the show notes. And also the church marketing summit. Uh, And that is with Alejandro Reyes. It's going to be an incredible summit. And I'll put that link in the show notes as well. You need to go to that. It's also free. So with all that out of the way, let's talk Instagram for a second. Now, I know that for most church Instagrams, a lot of people ask questions about this. I think a lot of people are kind of confused about the beauty of Instagram. So let's let's get to it and let's jump into a a little bit of a a talk about uh, how Instagram can be really powerful. You can really rock your Instagram for your church with these apps. Check this out. All right. So now understand if you really want to take Instagram for your church to the next level, you're going to need an arsenal. You're going to need some help. And I'm going to reveal some of the plan, the strategy behind what I do for hope and what I do for me personally, that I've found that lately I've just gotten in a rhythm and it's kind of working. And uh, I can show you some numbers and how we've grown and how people have engaged. And it's been great. We've, we're all 
green arrows pointing up. So I can't wait to, uh, to talk about some of these because Instagram is so near and dear to my heart. It's the, it's kind of the second biggest social media platform that people use. And it's kind of the afterthought of a lot of churches, but now with all the things happening with Facebook, I think a lot of churches might want to start turning their focus towards this platform, not only because of all the incredible things it can do, but because people are starting to distrust Facebook a little. And I hate to say that because I love being on Facebook in groups, but I honestly was thinking the other day, when's the last time I posted something on Facebook? Like I haven't posted as myself on my wall in a while that I can remember. And if I have, I haven't posted very much in the last month, two months. What I do is I go in there for groups. I go in there to observe and interact, but I'm not really there to kind of put my ideas just out there into the ether. Facebook is so big. I've become more into the niche, right? To the groups and stuff. So uh, it's just different now. And I think Instagram for your mass, you know, groups and things like reaching a lot of people, it's just a powerful app. So I want to talk to you a little bit about some of these apps. I'm just going to give you kind of what they do and uh, what I love about them. And then we'll move on so you can go check these out for yourself. Because really, you're never going to figure this stuff out unless you just dive in, get the app, try it out, try to mess with it. It's going to go slow at first while you're in the moment trying to capture Instagram. Then you're fumbling around with this new app you don't know. Yes, there's a learning curve to some of this. But if you can pick it up, it's going to help you a ton. And you'll be happy to know that the first app I'm going to tell you about is actually on your desktop, not your mobile device where it's best. And it is our very favorite designed uh, companion Canva. I know Canva has a mobile app. I honestly hate it. Recently, I just, I'm just admitted it. I hate the mobile app. It's so difficult, but what you can do with the desktop app is amazing. So it's a design app. It takes the place of like a Photoshop. If you just don't know anything uh, about design and it really helps you with templates and all kinds of stuff. Here's what I'm using Canva for lately. I've gone in and I, I did the Canva for work. Now you have to Google that and look that up and you turn in your 501 C three tax ID forms and stuff and apply for it. And you get Canva for work and you get it for free. I believe it's still free. I don't know if they're charging for it now, but if they are, it's still cheap. Canva for work is an awesome deal. You can get teammates and all kinds of great stuff, but you can put in branding colors and fonts and upload that all that to the, to Canva for everyone on your team to see, to access. So that way your branding colors and st stuff stay uniform, which is awesome, right? And so I use Canva pretty much exclusively to make all social media content for our church. And the reason I do that is because of this templates. So you go into your branding, there's a tab at the top that says templates, and you can search through all their templates for a whole bunch of different things. So what I'll do, and one of the great things about Canva for work that you get, you don't get in the free is the magic resize. And so I can magically resize anything I see in there design wise that I like that might be for a poster or for a flyer or some weird shape or dimension. And I can just hit size it for an Instagram post and it takes all that content, squeezes it into a square. And now I can start editing. Then I can save that as a template. So whenever I come back, back to my templates page, I create all these templates that already have my branding colors in it. And they already have all that stuff set up with fonts and all that stuff that I need. And a bunch of great templates for different situations. Like here's a quote template, like five of those. And I've got like five, like, um, uh, ministry highlight quotes, uh, sorry, posts, or I've got, and I've got like stuff for stories set up in there that are the uh, nine by 16. So I can make some of those if I wanted to, and they're all branded. And I, all I do is I click the branded template and it creates a new, um, project based on that template for me. 
So it's creating something new. I'm never jacking up my branding, right? So I go into the brand, to the templates, I hit the template and I get to start and I'm creating a new thing. And I can, now all I have to worry about is content. I don't have to worry about design. I've got enough of those in there. I can just keep rotating. And yes, I'm repeating designs, but it's okay because most people don't notice it unless you do the same three over and over. And I'll try to add new things here and there, but Canva is awesome for getting organized. Now all I have to do is go into my Google sheet that I have of my calendar. That's that's my content calendar. It says, here's what I'm going to post each day. And really that just says like quote, video clip, whatever. And then I kind of plan it out each month, what specifically that might be. And so Canva helps me to quickly be able to do that week to week. And I usually plan that content out a week at a time and I create it, schedule it. And now that I can schedule some of this to, to Instagram with our next app that I'm going to talk about, I, uh, I basically set it and forget it. And I'm good on Instagram for the rest of the week. And all I got to worry about is stories and capturing the moment. It's awesome. And I spend a couple hours on Monday doing that, that I, if I can find that hours and, and I'm done. So Canva is a really awesome app, and I love the desktop version because it's powerful. Again, the mobile app version, you can see some of your creations, but not your templates on the mobile app, even though you're signed in. Come on, Canva, get it together and sync those puppies up because we're, we, got, we got things to do. I know a lot of designers snub Canva, but you know what? You don't know me. Don't judge me. Y'all just jealous. Let's move on. The next app that I use, I schedule Instagram. I love this app for scheduling Instagram and it's called Later. It used to be Latergram. I actually use this on the desktop as well. I don't use this as much on the mobile anymore because now it can auto post to your wall for Instagram. So it will post to your feed what you schedule in there. And I love this app because not only does it have the auto post feature, but it's free and now with free, you only get 30 posts a month, but I usually only post once a day for Instagram. So uh, that I usually don't go over. And if I do, I can just, you know, fire it off to my phone, use the, uh, the old actual Instagram app, you know, whatever. Um, but it allows me to plan my wall. So if I want my wall to look a certain way, it actually has this preview view that you can look at all the posts you have planned as well as what's there and see what your wall will look like. And so it gives you a uh, like a simulated phone and you see all your posts in little squares and what they might look like. And you can actually click and drag the, the posts that are coming that haven't been posted yet. You can drag them around to rearrange them to make them look right and it will change them in the actual schedule. Isn't that incredible? So it's a great feature that I really love. And honestly, the reason I love Later so much is for several reasons, and I mentioned a couple here, but Later's been all about Instagram since the beginning. They are all about Instagram. I think they're owned by Instagram. Uh, maybe that's wrong. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't have that data in front of me, but fact check me there and let me know. Uh, but Later has been all about Instagram from day one. They, they want to be like a buffer in a Hootsuite, and they actually have opened it up. They can post to those as well, but Later really started with Instagram. That's why they're so good at it. The other good thing about this is hashtag storage. You can actually save um, what's called a, a, um, a uh, oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank, the words that go under a picture, caption. You can save a caption, but what I do is I save all my like researched hashtags for different situations. So I'll have like a quote, if I do a tip, a uh, tool tip kind of thing for my own personal Instagram, I have a bunch of hashtags that are designed to help a tool tip go further in on Instagram. But if I want to do a location-based post, like I want people in Frisco or Plano where or, or Dallas, wherever I'm at to see it, I've got a big saved 
you know, location hashtag thing, and you can save several of them. And all you do is whenever you're opening your post up, scheduling it, you click saved, saved uh, captions, and then you click and it automatically inserts all those hashtags. It's beautiful. So it makes my workflow so much faster. So I'm not going to spend as much time on all the other apps as I do those because those are so great uh, and such a huge part of what I do. But Canva and Later are the are the one-two punch for me for Instagram, and I do it from desktop. So eat that mobile-loving world. Okay, let's move on. My third kind of secret weapon for Instagram is something that I learned from Elevation Church and Life Church and other big churches that are their Instagram suddenly just looked amazing. I'm like, how are you doing this? And I learned that it's an app called InShot. A lot of you have heard of InShot by now, but InShot is an incredible app to use on the fly because you can resize the canvas of whatever you've shot. So if I shoot a video of our worship team with my phone turned sideways, you know, like a widescreen phone. And then I want to post that to Instagram stories, which is actually the other way. By the way, soapbox time, please don't post videos sideways on stories in full frame like that. So I have to turn my phone. Guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to turn my phone. Don't do that in stories. That's, that's kind of annoying. A lot of people do that and they don't really know it's annoying. Maybe it's only annoying to me because I'm hyper annoyed with a lot of things like this, but just don't do that please use InShot. So take that video and you can create a a story that I can watch on my phone without turning it, but you can actually create a a space for that video to go in there widescreen and be able to see all the video. So it's great for like resizing your canvas and recreating content video or photos that help you post in stories. That's where I usually use it is to create stuff for stories because that's such an odd shape that a lot of people, including Canva, do not have a preset for yet. So it helps me to, to kind of resize whatever I've shot. So I'll just shoot it in my regular iPhone camera. And, you know, th- even with that, that doesn't shoot the 916. That shoots a weird portrait mode that uh, that isn't isn't Instagram sized. So uh, you've got to resize it for, for Instagram stories anyway. So I use InShot a lot and they've got some great text options and other things, stickers and things like that you can put on. I don't use that as much, but it's nice to have a different font sometimes to say something when I just want to say a message. And then when I drop it into Instagram, the new version with the text already on the photo, I leave room for like my location tags and for hashtags and other people tags, other ways I want to reach out to people with my story. But uh, InShot allows me to design those a little bit. It takes a little more time, but it looks nicer on the end because honestly, unless you're just in a high, like a sporting event, playing sports ball somewhere, there's not really a, uh, Oh my gosh, please get this out quick. You got to get this out quick. There's nobody out there probably going, well, I was watching your story, but you were just too slow. You know, it's like, that's not how it works. So don't feel rushed to have to get it all out ASAP. Just get it out in a decent amount of time. You're, you're good. Make it look good. All right. So uh, let's go. Let's move on to the next app that helps us rock our church Instagram. It is called Cut Story. This is for uh, taking video and you, you pull the video into Cut Story and all it literally does is chop the video up into whatever pieces of time that you select. 15 second slices, 20 second, 30 second. They have a custom that you can actually set how long you want. So it could be 43 second slices, whatever you want it to be up to a minute slice at a time. 
So you take a long video for all those pastors that really love the sound of their voice and they can't, uh, stay, they can't, they just can't resist giving you every detail of everything at least thrice before you cut the video. So you got this long pastor talking or in comms, people do it too, but you got this long video that's two and a half minutes long and you're like, man, I can't post this. So, cause the one minute limit on the wall for Instagram, there's two options for you. You could post the whole video across your stories or you could post it in a, in what's called an album post on Instagram where you can actually swipe from the feed. And to do either one of those, you're going to have to be able to chop the video up into slices of whatever you need. Now, when you do it for stories, obviously they're smaller slices, 15 seconds. So that takes forever to do if your video is long. So uh, try to keep your videos short for Instagram. If you're doing a promo video with your pastor, I always try to remind them, okay, we got a minute. We've got one minute. Can you do this in a minute? Usually the answer is no, but if they get close, then you have to slice it too much. So it's, it's a lot easier and it's pretty seamless how it plays across stories. So what I tend to do when I have a long video, especially one that's widescreen, like typically they are like if you film something with a high end camera and it's been delivered to you from your video department or whatever, you've got this widescreen video and now you want to put it in stories. You want to put it on your Instagram and square is probably best for Instagram feeds. And you know, the nine by 16, not 69 is what you need for stories. So how do you get it on there? What I do is I bring the video to my phone. I drop it in InShot, create it in the proper canvas, export that video. Then I bring it over to cut story and cut the new video into the slices and then post the slices. I know that sounds like a lot. It doesn't really take that long if you know kind of got your flow down, but that is how you get some of the higher end looking video onto these platforms and have it in a way that people actually want to look at it. Um, let's go into the next one. Um, so cut story is really great photo. This is one I haven't talked about yet. Photo Russ. I have no idea if I'm saying that right, but it is F O T O. R-U-S. It is a photo editing app I discovered that has some really cool features. It's a lot like Snapseed and a lot of these other apps that you'll see. Uh, uh, some of the, like the, the Polaroid app is pretty good, but um, it's just an easy photo editing app. Tons of presets. It's easy for me just to you know click a few buttons and get used to what I want to do. Uh, they have an enhanced feature that really smooths out a lot of rough edges on photos. And then they have a portrait feature that really brightens it up, makes it look nice. Uh, and they have just a bunch of, well, they have a slimming feature for it, like makes you look skinny. So, you know, when I'm, you know, feeling too sexy for my shirt, I, I definitely use that slim feature and it gives you a little bit of a feel of a, of a slimming feel. So it's not drastic, but uh, has different levels you can set of how slim you are, but it's just a good photo editing app. I tend to drop a lot of photos in there because it's so easy because it's basically presets. Now it does have a button for adjusting and you can get into the nitty gritty of typical white balance and contrast and brightness and all that stuff, color tints and um, whatever. But if you want to just use the presets, it's pretty quick and they're pretty decent and there's a lot of them. Um, now one caveat about that app, it's super, um, what's the word? It's advertising. Lots of, lots of, uh, Lots of pop-ups tend to tend to pop up, but once you get past that first initial pop-up or two that you can use the app pretty easily, it's not too bad. So you have to kind of fight through that. All right, so let's talk about another app. For video editing, the only app I really know of that's great that I've heard good reviews of is Splice. And Splice is good because it's got a lot of free music you can add to videos, but the, it is clunky, it is kind of sluggish, 
but honestly, it gives you high quality video for when you and your bros want to go out and break your legs skateboarding or whatever. And, and it, and it gives you that ability to kind of play back your destruction in, in super HD. It's a GoPro app. It's really a cool app. And I think they've released a smaller version. That's a little easier called quick Q U I K. So you could check that out. Let me know how that is. I haven't tried that yet, but it looks like a smaller, more simpler version of, of the splice app, but they have both. And I think they're both free. So it's pretty awesome. Um, let's talk about Werbel. Werbel is an app. I don't know if I've talked about before either. And what's cool about Werbel have you seen those photos that are like, there's still photos, but there's parts that are moving and it, and it looks really interesting how, you know, it's, it's like a rain is it's raining on this person that's in a photo. So how do they do that? Well, this is one of those apps that allows you to do things like that. And I've got a pretty sweet gift I made that's in the show notes. If you go to sethmuse.com slash 54, you'll be able to see me holding a ball of flaming fire and it's pretty awesome. So it's a photo of me and I'm just making a stupid face holding a ball of fire that's actually looks like it's burning. And it's just kind of a one, a simple example of what it can do. It's a really fun app. So why is that app something that might help you with Instagram? If you've got, uh, some outside event and it gets rained out, put your post in rain. If you've got something that's really, really cool going on at your church, put fire around it. I mean, have fun with Instagram because Instagram is not a place for perfection. And I think we need to get away from that. We want to look nice. We want to have it look really slick and cool and all that to bring it up to the next level. But we don't want to get away from the fact that we're trying to show people our real life through this stuff. We might put a nice looking shell of design around what's happening. But at the end of the day, these are just people living life and trying to follow Jesus. So we want to show that we want to show what it's like in our church. And so sometimes humans like to have fun. I, last I checked, I think a hundred percent of people enjoy laughing when they do it. So I think when we allow people to enjoy what we're doing, uh, on social, it's kind of fun too. It's a way to do it. Um, go check out that gif. It's pretty great. Werble is a fun way. You can add fire, smoke, all kinds of different photos, like film feels to it. So if you have a, a video that you've just shot with your phone and you want it to look like an, like an old timey film or some kind of effect like that, you can just put those on your video and it's, it creates the video for you, uh, with that effect. It's really neat. It's a fun app to mess around with. And so it's just, that's your, uh, that's your sandbox app for the day. You can go play. So these apps are what I use to help me land some really sweet shots and some cool feels to our Instagram stories and our feed. It's what we're doing at hope. And obviously we have a style. We have a, we have a, um, a set of values. We have a, um, a, a tone and a voice we want to get out there as a church. And, and I do too, as well for my personal, uh, Instagram. But this is a way to do some of that cool magical stuff without actual magic. It's and without a lot of money. And, um, I shoot a lot of my iPhone, just a regular camera, and then I enhance the videos and, and photos. And so you can do that too, with your church Instagram and take it up to a neck to the next level. I mean, it really is a powerful tool for reaching your community. It's really one of the best, best ways you can do that. And, uh, and, and one of the best ways you can do that is by being good at it. Um, if you're capturing high quality, like footage, uh, and I'm by high quality, I mean, it shows your church, it's personable. People feel like it's humanizing your church. It's humanizing the people there and showing that every, you know, what kind of, that everyone's basically welcome, that kind of thing. Then you're doing it right, but take it to the next level with a little bit of design. And that's when people start to really notice and go, wow, this is a cool Instagram. What are they doing? 
And then they're going to see your story. It's the same old formula of let's do it well so that our art reflects the goodness of our God as well as our content. And so I think with Instagram, we can definitely do that. And if you're doing raw stuff and that's all you can do, that's great. Do what you can do. Don't feel like you have to match the the Instagram awesomeness that is Elevation Church or Vu Church or some of those other Instagrams that are just incredible. I mean, I look at those and go, man, I am so not good at this. I wish I was better. But they're using like After Effects and other like expensive stuff. They're really good. And I'm not. I'm just not there. And maybe you're not either. So if you're in a place where you really just want to kind of do something good, but you don't have the time to learn a new program or uh, you don't have the money to throw behind it, these are some of the best apps I've found to help me get there to get a good looking Instagram wall, uh, a good feel to our Instagram. And we've grown. We actually have grown about 600 uh, followers since I took on Instagram this well, it was about seven months ago, eight months ago. And it's not just because I'm awesome. I'm not telling you that because I'm awesome. I'm telling you that because if you put some effort into it, people will notice and they'll start to follow you. And even if it's not like, I mean, if you go back and you scroll down through our wall at the church, you'll notice there's a lot there that looks incoherent and haphazard. I was doing that. Okay. I'm just now getting to the point where we're branding Instagram. Well, like I've always wanted to do but I, I just didn't have the bandwidth, but I, I could do something. So I did something and people started to respond. Now they're really starting to respond because we've added that extra layer of excellence to the wall, to our stories of having a little bit of a design. And so if you take it in steps, do what you can and do your best. And people, honestly, God will honor that. And so if you can get there, get there. But if you can't do what you can, and if Instagram is not your app of choice right now, you don't understand it, you need to go to this conference, that church conference, uh, that church summit. And I'm going to tell you all about the ins and outs of Instagram and how awesome it is. So go get these show notes at sethmuse.com slash 54. Join that Facebook group. Follow me on Instagram. Do all that stuff. But ultimately do this. Learn to love the process of telling people about Jesus through these means. Because if we don't learn to love the process, we will burn out. I hope you enjoy Instagram. I hope you have fun with it. I hope that you learn so much about it this week, trying some of these apps out and get some really cool content out there because guess what? There are people that are going to connect with your church first because they saw you holding fire on your church Instagram wall and thought it was cool. They clicked follow and they started hearing the stories. They started seeing the insides and they started to yearn like Shane and Shane promised. We yearn to be part of that community, part of God's family and possibly come in and hear the gospel for the first time. That can happen and it does happen. You just don't hear about it. So let me encourage you with this. You guys are awesome. You're doing a great job. Thanks for listening to the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast. I'll be back next week. I got a great guest for you. We're going to talk about design. It's going to be killer. So be here. Thanks for listening. See ya.